Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for nine years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Visit anxietyslayer.teachable.com to get our free Anxiety Slayer starter course. Welcome back to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sivir. We come together weekly from Kent and Leelanau to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together, we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. And last week, we were talking about Ayurveda, our very first part in the series, to give you a little bit more information about body types and anxiety. And we answered a bunch of questions from our Facebook group. Today, we'll continue the conversation by teaching you how you can support your dosha every day. Welcome back, Ananga. Hi, Shen. I'm glad that we're back together again for another episode, and then we get to continue our conversation about Ayurveda. Me too. So following on from last week, we were asked to give a little bit more detail about the different body types and what you can do to support your body type or remain in balance. I'd like to invite everyone, if you haven't already, to take our quiz about discovering your body type at anxietyslayer.com forward slash discovery. That's our discover your Ayurvedic mind body type quiz. It's really fun to do and give some incredible insights. There's a, a saying in Ayurveda about how well does Ayurveda know you, because you can really tell a lot about a person, about their character traits and their mind type, even their sleep, their dreams, all kinds of information comes in when we look into somebody's mind and body type. Let's look at some tips for supporting and balancing the Vata type. The rule in Ayurveda is that like increases like. So if we're feeling a disturbance or we're out of balance in one particular body or mind type, anything that possesses the same qualities will throw it out of balance more. So Vata is increased by cold, by change, by movement, by dryness in our food or in the weather by overstimulation and overexertion. Ayurveda uses the rule of gentle opposites to help bring us back into balance. This is very helpful in calming anxiety and other vata issues. So what you would look at to do that is, is applying very gently in your life the opposites to cold, change, movement, dryness, and overstimulation. Right. The principles are quite simple once you get the hang of them. Lifestyle adjustments for balancing vata include curling up and resting. Uh, The child's pose in yoga is fantastic. If you can do child's pose, you will find some calming relief very quickly. Warm baths or showers are so good for you. Oil massage. We find that sesame oil is very good for vata massage. and. Highly recommend that you have some of that in your cupboard. 
walks in nature. You just can't get enough time outside and that grounding that comes with being in nature is so very helpful for vata, especially if you can get by the water, which is also a calming and grounding effect. Gentle breathing exercises are also very helpful. And we find that touch, if you can get a massage, give yourself a hug, and really just be sweet with your body. Calming music is also incredibly helpful when we're looking at calming vata. Ananga and I have talked about oil massage and oil for years. And we can't express highly enough how important oil is, the use of oil is, in calming vata. We recommend that you try massaging your feet with a little sesame oil before sleep and applying oil to the inside of your nose and ears on dry and windy days. That's something that I practice through the fall and winter season, and it's made a big change for me. Really important if you're a vata type or if you suspect that you're vata disturbed, if your stress and anxiety is up in your mind, to keep your ears covered and warm on windy days. So, yeah, applying a little oil to the insides of the ears and covering them up with a scarf, with a hat, with earmuffs, however you feel comfortable. It's really important to protect your ears. And to remember that when we feel anxious and depleted, the activity should be gentle. Vata energy tends to come in bursts. It comes in fits and starts. And the Vata type can really over-exercise if they're not careful. So it's important to pace yourself and not spend all your energy. The Ayurvedic recommendation is to save 50% of your energy for repair and regeneration. So never exercise to the point of exhaustion because then you have to recover from that again and that's taxing to your energy reserves and your nervous system. Butter doesn't respond very well to over-exercising or over-exertion in general and that includes mental over-exertion. So really allow for time to rest your mind and your body. And let's also talk about the foods that are supportive for the vata dosha. Salty foods that are warm and moist and slightly oily. Some of the examples being soups, vegetable stews, dal and rice. Foods such as good quality olive oil or clarified butter, which is also called ghee. Rice, quinoa, oats squash, zucchini, fennel, sweet potatoes, beetroots, and and the list goes on. You really have a lot to choose from. Nuts are also very good for vata too, especially almonds. We've talked about almonds a lot and almond milk and how calming it can be. So you definitely want to snack on almonds. Yeah. And um, soaked almonds, preferably. So Mm -hmm. they're not so dry and and easier to digest. So We've often shared a recipe for warm almond milk taken at bedtime with a pinch of nutmeg, which is really good for calming this vata energy. The almond milk calms your nerves and helps you get to sleep, and nutmeg helps you stay asleep. And Shang, we've had quite a few messages in our private Facebook group from members who are trying this out and finding it really helpful. Yeah, I love love it when people experiment and then come back and let us know that it's working. Me too. It's really great. There's some really tasty spices involved that are helpful for vata as well. Cumin, ginger, fennel, 
turmeric, nutmeg, uh, cardamom, and cinnamon. All of these are quite tasty and and wonderful for the support of, of this dosha. Yeah, these spices are all slightly warming. Um, they help with digestion and they help with gas, which vata can be quite prone to. So they keep the digestion warm and functional. Cumin's very good for your immune system. Ginger can be used also in a bath. A little powdered ginger with some Epsom salts in a warm bath is a great remedy for anxiety, calming the nerves before you go to sleep. Fennel is excellent taken after meals for digestion. Nutmeg, as we've said, is very calming. Cardamom, cinnamon, these are all beautiful, exotic, warming spices. They're so good for our health and so good for keeping the cold down, which can provoke anxiety. So at the beginning of talking about vata, we mentioned that the things that increase vata are cold, change, movement, dryness, overstimulation, and overexertion. So you see that these recommendations are all balancing to those qualities, taking a warm bath um, and oiling up before you take a bath. It's, it's the opposite of cold and dry. These are the principles to keep in mind. Right. So to, to wrap this up, to calm the vata mind, we want to make warmth, quiet, and rest part of every day. Practice oil massage. Learn a calming breathing practice like the bumblebee breath which you can find on our Breathe album on CD Baby. These are all things that your body is going to be so grateful for and your mind as well. The Vata mind needs a little extra love, and this is how you do it. It does, and it's a beautiful mind when it's well cared for. When it's well cared for, it's creative and witty and adaptable, and it's a well-managed Vata is a very beautiful thing. and poorly managed vata, poorly cared for vata, it just gives rise to so much nervousness, fear, anxiety, right, and insomnia. So all of these things will help calm your nerves, calm your anxiety, and help you get a better night's sleep. And just practicing these gentle things over time will make a big difference. And they will really become a part of your daily routine. I know this because I'm, I'm living proof of it. There are things that I do now that I don't even think about that are supporting my body. Let's move on and talk about how you can support and balance the pitta dosha. The focus for balancing pitta, and this is a question we had a while ago when a, a listener asked us about if you're vata pitta, so you can be anxious one minute and irritable the next. So this is where these tips come in really great for the pitta mind. The pitta mind tends to run hot. It can be irritable, angry. Um, when it's really let off the leash, it can become quite controlling and dominating. Because when the pitta mind's balanced, it's regulated, it's intelligent, it's warm, it's courteous, it's a kind, intelligent mind. So the focus on balancing pitta is to keep it in check and keep it cool, not to let the heat accumulate in the mind and not to uh, allow it to become too intense and fiery. So for this, cooling foods and herbs and activities all help reduce pitta's tendency to overheat. So in the winter season, that's naturally partly taken care of. We get a lot of help from the climate, but it's in the summer that pitta people can, can really um, become overheated more easily. And it's advised to look at foods that are naturally sweet and cooling. So things like coconut oil, rice, barley, 
quinoa, oats, and natural sweetness are good foods to look for for the pitta type. Avoiding salty foods and sour foods like chilies, tomatoes, hot spices, salt, fermented foods, mature cheeses, alcohol, and pickles. There's a joke about the pitta type that if they stay up late and drink alcohol, they'll argue with anyone, even a household appliance. If there's no one else around, they'll argue, <laughs> they'll argue with their own fridge. If they stay up past, past 10 p.m., they can get really quite irate. Hmm. Let's talk about some of the things that can help the pitta body remain cool and, and cleansed. I know that aloe vera juice is something that's, that's very good. Um, I've, I've tried that in the past, being a, a pitta woman. Um, and I didn't like it so much. <laughs> but I appreciated that it, actually, it really did get the job done. I also like uh, pomegranate juice. I found that that was very helpful as well to keep the body cool. Pomegranate juice is excellent for keeping the body cool. And there's some also good spices for balancing pitta. And some of those spices are coriander, cilantro, um, you might know it by one or the other, saffron, fennel. And actually chewing fennel seeds or sipping fennel tea after meals can really cool the pitta stomach, which can be prone to acidity. I had some fennel tea last night after dinner, and it's such a lovely flavor. And again, a nice ritual, if you will, or a nice follow-up to your meal. If you haven't tried that, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's a really nice after-dinner follow-up, good for vata and pitta. Coriander is so cooling. As a spice, you can make coriander tea if you're running hot with just a teaspoonful of coriander seeds in a cup of water and just let those steep. And it's so incredibly cooling that you can use coriander to help as a natural first aid remedy for anywhere where there's heat or inflammation in the body. So in our house, if somebody gets conjunctivitis, I think you call that pink eye. Yes. Uh, inflammation in the eye, which is very painful and very unpleasant. In our house, what we would do with that is make some strong coriander tea, let it steep for a while, and then just soak a clean cloth and bathe the eye with that usually clears it up within about 12 hours. Also, you can use uh, fresh coriander juice for burns. So incredibly cooling. So a really good thing to have in the cupboard if you have a pitta body or mind's type. I also find it interesting that simply choosing cooler colors in the clothing that you wear and in the environment that you're in, like blues and greens, can make a difference. And cooling scents, if you're into essential oils like sandalwood or rose or jasmine, those can help as well. Yeah, Ayurveda goes into great depth in color and aromatherapy, how to adjust our environment to support our health and our mind. Yeah, colors are really important. And those cooling colors make a big difference. So Ananga, what do you do if like your main color is black? <laughs> Change it. <laughs> Change it. Change it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in your furnishings, in your, you know, the color of your bedding, we spend a, a lot of time asleep at night. So it's one simple thing you can do is change the color of your bedding. Yeah. To be of an appropriate color for, for what you need to balance at the time. My bedroom is green. Mm -hmm. Beautiful green. And to calm the pit of mind, laughing, and I know, I know this to be true. Humor. And 
having fun and relaxing and playing, more play, less serious nature. Uh, walk and, and avoid competitive activities, which uh, the pitta mind, at least at some time, tends to be or can be very competitive. I, I also know this to be true. Yeah, the pitta mind likes to achieve. And, uh, you, you know, sometimes in family situations, you can get a really funny look at pitta gone awry if somebody's playing a game with a kid and they have to win. Yeah, right. You're just playing with a child, but, you know, you've got to win. Then you know that your pitta's really needing some taming. So to bring in some levity and humor is really important and not always easy because it's a real tendency with pitta. You know, I, a few years ago, I was using a mobility scooter at the time. I wasn't able to walk very far at all. So I was dependent on this mobility scooter when I went out and about. And if I went to um, the shops, occasionally a pitta person with unbalanced pitta would come out of a shop and take a look at me and I'd watch them check themselves because pitta by nature is courteous. They don't like to be seen to be discourteous and balanced pitta is naturally very courteous and considerate and kind, like a gentleman. But imbalanced pitta, they don't want to be seen to be discourteous, but they're also in a rush. Yeah. I'd occasionally have somebody see me on a scooter, know that it was impolite to, you know, not show me some consideration because my body wasn't working very well at that time and I was in that situation. But then they'd wave me on. Mm -hmm. They want to let you go first because they know it's polite, but it's like, but hurry up. No, come on, come on. Right, right. I'll let you go, but then get out of my way. Absolutely. And I, <laughs> knowing the doshas, as I do, I was able to not take that too personally, but sure. it's, it's not a pleasant experience. They've got somewhere to be, places to go, people to see, things to do. Take it off the list. Yeah. He, he knows he should be polite, but he doesn't want me slowing him down. So. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that. That's so true. Let's move on and talk about how our listeners can support themselves if they are kapha, kapha dosha. Kapha is usually uh, fairly well insulated from anxiety, but anyone can become anxious. So kapha is the opposite to vata, so they're more grounded. Um, they benefit from stimulation and new experiences and movement. See, this is what vata naturally seeks and is naturally drawn to. So the vata needs to act a bit more like a kapha, <laughs> they need to right, slow it right. down. And the kapha, they need stimulation, they need new experiences, and they need movement. So if you're a vata and you can make friends with a kapha, or vice versa, you have a lot to offer each other. Kapha benefits from some dryness, uh, dry brush massage, uh, green teas, which are slightly drying, slightly astringent in nature. Exercise and movement is key for the kapha body type. They have very good energy and endurance, but they're the least likely to want to spend it. It can take Kapha quite a while to get going, whereas Vata can't keep still. Vata always wants to move. Kapha needs to walk. They need brisk walks, active yoga, cycling, running. They can take a little competitive sport, uh, moving to upbeat music. They're all good things for Kapha to do. Kapha has to be careful to not become uh, stagnant and lethargic. That's their challenge. Well, and especially. This time of year, for, for many of us, not for all of our listeners, but for a good part of our listeners, when we're inside more uh, with the cold weather and the snow and ice and all of those things that come with winter, it makes sense to, if you have uh, a treadmill or if you have a place where you can go and be inside and move your body, anything that you can do. And it doesn't, this doesn't need to be a marathon. It just, 
just keep your body moving. Mm. I, I was noticing that when you and I were talking about that before this episode is that I haven't been moving as much as I need to. It's, it's time to get moving because if I don't, uh, it's going to be even harder the next day if I don't start moving. So even a few minutes on the treadmill to get started. It's a seasonal adjustment, isn't it? Because it is. In the summer, it's so much easier to just march out the door and walk. Right, right. The kapha dosha favors warm, bright colors like orange and yellow and reds and warm, spicy scents like cloves and cinnamon and eucalyptus and juniper. All of those are good essential oils and scents that, uh, that you want to check into. Did you want to talk anything more about the scents before I move on? No, just that those things can also be used in teas. Yes, absolutely. You can make some clove tea, just put a few cloves in a, a mug of hot water and inhale the scent and sip the tea. Really good for clearing congestion. So very often these, these scents that we use, we can make tea with them too. Cinnamon, cloves, ginger, all really good for clearing congestion and clearing congestion in the mind as well for the kapha type, which can get a little stagnant. Right now I have a pot on the stove that has some uh, orange peel. Mm. and some cinnamon and cloves and spring water and just um, have it on a, a low simmer. And it just fills the entire kitchen with such a beautiful scent. It's so nice. Beautiful. Ayurveda really likes orange peel. It's recommended a lot for like waking up the senses and bringing some, bringing some brightness to the mind. Yeah, that's a great recipe. Use for the peel, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about sweeteners and spices. Uh, honey is the best sweetener for kapha to use in moderation, of course. And you've said that, well, Ayurveda says that otherwise the other kinds of sweeteners are, are to be avoided, you know, sugar and, yeah. and um, I guess would that also include maple syrup should be avoided as yeah, well? Yeah, but kapha really is inclined to, see, all the doshas are inclined to go for what's really not in their best interest they have a tendency to stray and sometimes people say but if I want it so much how can it be bad (laughs) unfortunately that's not the philosophy so the vata type they'll really enjoy eating crisps potato chips which are rough and cold and dry and light and not at all good for vata right hitters will love chili and hot food spicy food that's me spicy food yeah and not at all in their best interest because those are all things that are going to elevate that dosha Kapha has a naturally very sweet tooth, so they should That's avoid. Best to be avoided. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the spices that that are excellent for kapha include black pepper, mm. cayenne pepper, mustard seeds, and ginger. All of these help warm and clear congestion from the kapha body. Yeah, all the yeah, things the pittas want. Yeah, all the things the pittas want. Yeah, and being a combination pitta kapha, let me just tell you that that's that's a challenge. We were talking earlier about making a a batch of kitri, and it's like, okay, well, can I add some cayenne pepper to that? <laughs> no, probably not. But black pepper, you can. Yeah, black pepper, you can. Sure, in in abundance and mustard seeds. Yeah, um, which are a really nice addition to. I mean, being a dual dosha, you can mix it up a little bit because in the in the summer, you want to keep the pitta heat down, and in the winter, you want to keep the kapha cold and slowness and congestion moving. So you do get the opportunity to switch it up a little bit. A little and bit, sure. 
Yeah, I'm always very happy in the winter. I give myself the excuse for a little chili jam <laughs> here mm. and there, or I have a lime pickle that I really like. It's really pungent, and in the summer I should not be eating that. But in the winter, that can come out the, out the fridge, and that's a treat for me on the side of McKittery. So, yeah, bringing in all different tastes in Ayurveda is recommended that we eat a, a variety of all tastes, sweet, salty, bitter, pungent, stringent. In the West, really, we just go sweet or salty. So it's really good to experiment with bringing these other tastes in. Black pepper is so easy to use and so easy to get hold of, and it's really good for kapha. Um, if you have a cough, like a, a mucusy cough, you can mix a little black pepper freshly ground with some honey and take it after meals, and it relieves congestion. So really easy to use these kitchen cupboard spices. Sure is. And some, some good grains for kapha include barley and corn, and millet, and buckwheat, and rye, uh, oats, and rice, and wheat should be reduced as much as possible. Yeah, they're sweet, heavy grains. Those grains build body tissue. They're the grains for the vatas. Vatas need oats, and rice, and wheat, Uh, preferably organic wheat, because these days wheat is not what it was. It can be full of pesticides, so organic wherever possible. Be mindful, sure. Yeah, be mindful. But for coffee, yeah, the lighter Lighter grains, not such heavy sweet grains, barley, buckwheat, rye. Let's wrap up our kapha conversation by talking about how to balance the kapha mind. Keep the mind active and positive with whatever you're reading and whatever conversations that you're having. Keep it light and uplifting and sweet. Take brisk walks, assist others, practice active breathing exercises. And do your best to eat a light, warm diet. By doing all of these things, you're supporting kapha the best way you possibly can. Yeah, serving others is a real key to healing and balancing kapha. Kapha, when balanced, is very reliable. It's very steady, very loyal, and very loving. When it goes out of balance, it can become very, um, like a couch potato is its tendency, is to just want to sit and rest and eat and not go far. And not do much, but in volunteering, helping neighbors, serving others, that's a really good way to keep Kafa in check and, and share that loyal and loving energy that it naturally possesses. We hope you've enjoyed some of these general tips about the different doshas, and we hope you found our conversation interesting. Ayurveda offers a wealth of guidance for anyone suffering with stress and anxiety, and it can be very helpful to seek support from someone who can hear your concerns and assist you in understanding and working with your unique constitution to release trauma and anxiety and develop a balanced and peaceful mind. We invite you to take the dosha quiz that we created, if you haven't done so already, and you can find that at anxietyslayer.com forward slash discovery. You can also check into our Ayurveda lifestyle courses and coaching. We have a course that we recommend called How to Calm Your Fragile Mind. And this can be found at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. And if you're interested in one-on-one support, you can schedule an Ayurveda discovery session with Ananga at anxietyslayer.com forward slash coaching.